Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm well. Happy Sunday. Thank you. You're welcome. We <laughs> record on Sundays. Did we reveal that in the past? We have in episode oh. four. We did a behind the scenes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We went into great detail. So no, no news flash here. Hey, good news. Tell me about it. We have taken a few weeks off, but we're back recording. Yeah. Good thing the listener doesn't feel the gap because they're getting an episode a week on a Thursday. Yes, because when we do sit down to record, we record four, five, six, twelve, however many episodes we can reel off quickly and quietly. We do that, and we're back again. We are. So we are a little rusty. I had to remember how to work all the equipment, and you had to remember... Um, how to just be myself. (laughs) (laughs) How not to try. Yes, don't Just be present. So, welcome to... Save it for the podcast. Yes. What have you saved for Uh, this podcast the last few weeks? I'm glad you asked. Um, what's the deal with... It's usually my line. People complaining about hospital food. Mm. (laughs) I mean, it's not. Hospitals. Not that good. Are there. They have an emergency department. So if you come in and one of your fingers got lopped off, you go there. And I would say mostly hospitals are focusing on fixing the people and not so much on the menus well so what the heck people they're trying their best their best mic drop is not good enough for the amount you pay for any length at the hospital i lived in one for seven weeks and you know you know the food okay you go to the hospital and you could have one of a million different conditions and I'd say 80% of those conditions deal with autoimmune diseases, and autoimmune diseases really benefit from anti-inflammatory diet style planning. And when you go to a hospital and they give you food, it is inflammatory. It's processed, it's high in sugar or fake sugar, preservatives. So I have no problem with people complaining about hospital food, but if you're simply there for 24 hours or less, zip it, do your thing, go home and heal. It For longer stays, you need better food. So not only do hospitals have to be in the business of saving lives, now they have to be gourmet chefs. Come on, people. What's going on here? Are you with me? Yep. They agreed. The audience no. agreed with me. My poll says no. <laughs> no. Food is an important part of healing. You don't just gloss over it or pay no mind or no. No, food is a huge part of healing. It either makes you sick or it kills you. So let's move on. This is like depresso. I want to actually improve foods in hospitals now, like throughout the 
world might be better than the U.S. It's probably just the U.S. that sucks. So just right in this moment, you decided that's the... No, you just you rekindled my plan, which was to do that, to go on a mission to do that. I got busy doing other things like healing and raising a kid and uh, running a business. But now it's time to get back on that mission, bringing better food... Better food. ...to hospitals around the country. Do we roll that out in a, like a local setting, or do we do... A couple of hospitals across the country and, talk about it and take some data on that. It's, I'm not going to workshop that here. <laughs> no. But this is where we workshop everything. <laughs> no, I'm not on that plane right now. Okay. Well, those are all the topics Ooh, I had. Speaking oh. of a plane, we started watching this D.B. Cooper Netflix series. It's probably going to end up like disappointing us and being a waste of time. But it's so interesting that someone could jump out of a plane into a foggy night and like think they were and maybe they did survive it's just so mysterious it's really a, such a mystery jumping I, out of a plane i was always wonder wondering like what level of planning went into it was it just get money jump out of plane the end everything ends happily mm. or was it you know, make them fly at this certain altitude at this certain speed, jump out at this exact moment, land in this exact spot. Or a really elaborate suicide. Because maybe they didn't want anyone to know that it was a suicide, so they disguised it. As a skyjacking. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, We should call into the show and let them know. If anyone has any information on D.B. Cooper, can you let us know what you know? 1-800-COOPER. No, we don't have a phone number. We have an Instagram page where people can comment. And what is the Instagram handle again? Mm, It's save it for the podcast with periods in between each of the words. Okay. That's pretty easy. Mm -hmm. People can find us. Um, Communicate with us through our Instagram, uh, help us figure out DB Cooper and Mm -hmm. hospital food. And if anybody wants to start a discussion group about another Netflix show, it's the new Michael Pollan four part series on hallucinogenics based on a book that he wrote. I just really want to talk, 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 talk about, how to heal the world through what's another name for psychedelic psychopharmacopia? No, it's made that word up. <laughs> psychopharmacopia. Anyway, I'm convinced that that was a Cypress Hill song, actually. For real? Something no. very close to that. If you're a Cypress Hill fan and you know the answer. Yeah, find us on Instagram and let us know. Save it for the podcast. All of these things, Dan, well, except for comments, but we can always answer our questions through Google, but it's fun to hear what other people have to say. Yeah, I don't want a computer answering my questions. I want human beings. Oh, here's another thing that I wish we could like discuss with a third or fourth oh, or fifth boy. person if right now. If you could see her face right now. It's this Hulu series. 
Was it Hulu or was it FX? It was FX on Hulu, I guess. The Bear. Oh, that restaurant I show? I have a real problem with that show. And now I'm just obsessed with reading the reviews from people who find it to be this amazing work of art. And I'm just like, mm, let's discuss. Anyone who's worked in a restaurant, check it out. And then um, find us on Instagram and let us know about your feelings on the bear. Now, you worked in restaurants here and there over your career. I have. What did you think of the series as a restaurant worker perspective? Made me anxious, gave me some physical tension, very, very uncomfortable. Yeah, it hit home. There are, I worked with chefs who scream and throw stuff and it's just so unacceptable like we accepted it for all these years and I lived it and I worked it and I went back to it and now I think I think at this age I'm just I have very little tolerance for the behavior of someone who's in a leadership position acting like a child um, raising their voice throwing things it's ridiculous it's not a way to it doesn't need to be the way to run a really nice restaurant, diner, cafe, any establishment does not need to be led by some person yelling and throwing food. And if we could start there and then work our way into other industries where the higher-ups yell, scream, throw things, have tantrums. I have to say, let's look. Do women do this? Have you seen a woman in charge of a kitchen or a business typically... Of course, it's not zero, all or nothing, but come on. This is like, men, what is your deal? Well, as a man, I guess I am now charged with answering for all men. You're the only man mankind. in this room. Yes, you are the solo man answer. I think that I'm going to say it's 90%, 90-10 men throwing inappropriate tantrums in a work setting in a work setting in a public and getting area. away with it it's that's the thing it's like okay let's just take the abuse and come back for more tomorrow that's just the way it is that's how it is it doesn't have to be that way no working in restaurants made me want to drink and smoke after my shift because you were trying to come down from an the intense yeah Anxiety. The mm, it wasn't anxiety. It was just, it's really intense. You're laying it all out. You're giving everything physically, emotionally holding, you know, if you're front of the house, you are smiling, you are treating the customers well. And if you're in the back of the house, you're getting everything ready. And, you know, there's stress on both ends. But then at the end, you're like, oh, I got to come down. Well, I chose to walk away from that life because I don't want to need drugs to escape my work day. The place where you are going to be at the minimum 40 hours a week should not be a place that makes you medicate yourself. No. I could get on board with that. Yeah. I mean, I I had a lot of time in restaurants myself coming up. Mm-hmm. Did you have to have a stiff drink after your shift? I didn't. Did you have to... Smoke cigarettes on your break? I didn't. I did try once. I smoked 
a half a cigarette um, on my break at work. And it gave me such a migraine that I, I just, I couldn't smoke ever again. Wow. It's a great anti-smoking ad. What kind of cigarette was it? Uh, Newport. I, you ah, cannot judge. I just popped my pee on that one. It was a Newport 100. Okay. I'm not going to encourage you to, to try another cigarette, <laughs> but that's like one of the worst first time cigarettes you could try. Are they that different? Yeah, the menthol's insane. I think it's like a crazy drug and like added. What it's does extra. menthol do to you? Well, it's just minty, but I think when it's added to cigarettes, it does something beyond minty mouth. It's a cooling sensation. And it's it's not real mint in there. So you're adding like chemicals on top of I don't know. I'm glad you are not a smoker or you weren't a smoker. I guess, I'll, yeah, I, I mean, obviously when I look back on it, I'm glad that the half cigarette that I did smoke when I was in my early 20s turned out to be my one and only cigarette. And so I might have the healthiest lungs on the planet because of that. Well, supposedly mine are refurbished or something. Like <laughs> regenerated, I, regenerated. I smoked for seven years, but I heard that if you, so I smoked for seven, but I haven't smoked for, th- let's see, what's 47 minus 23. I haven't smoked for all those years. And it's like you have new lungs again. If you haven't, if you've been off of cigarettes for X number of years, there's an equation. It's like 23, 24 years you haven't smoked. Yeah. So. Yes, we've all heard when you stop doing something bad, you know, it takes your heart five years to regenerate Never or whatever. Heard that. It takes your lungs a certain amount of three heard that. years. I think six, ten, maybe ten. It takes your pancreas twelve never years. Heard of that. Where do you get in, where takes did you get your those spleen, numbers? Eight years. Wow, never heard that. No, I'm just these are just the numbers. Arbitrary that I numbers. Feel. Oh yes. Dr. Dan. It takes your skin seven years. Sometimes I like your medical advice. It, it's, <laughs> I trust you so much and you are just really calming. And if I say something like neurotic, like, is this going to happen to me? Blah, blah, blah. And then you say something and it's insane. Like, it has no, it's not based in fact at all, but it makes me feel good. Um, you mean like? I think it's in your delivery. But Dan, does this mean if I have this dot on my left toe that I have some sort of disease and then you'll say something and it will make me feel calm and okay? Oh, I'm glad. Even though you have no idea what you're talking about. No, I did not go to medical school. (laughs) I pretend that you know everything because I don't want to ask real doctors and I get anxious. But just be intuitive. No, I'm asking you to be intuitive and then I trust you. I am. Um, someday I'll trust myself. You know my go-to when you have any sort of chest pain, just punch your chest yeah, until it feels better. Yeah, I'm not done with that, better. but that is your go-to. I Dan just says punch your chest, and I'm like, mm, no. Listen, I know, so... You thump it hard. I don't, yes, I'm not back, trying to restart my heart. Back to the Michael Pollan series. yeah. We're in the middle of a, the fourth episode, and it's about mescaline. True. Otherwise known as peyote. 
Yeah. Um, and how to take care of it, how to use the medicine that came from the earth has passed down generation from generation to generation um, for hundreds, thousands of years. And the same way for me with punching my chest, I learned that from my ancestors. My dad taught me that. Who taught him? That I'm not sure about. He might have made it up. But you got to start somewhere. So now my son will punch Our his son, chest. Not necessarily. I'm going to teach him about <laughs> other methods of self-care. Basically, if anything on your body hurts, just punch it a little bit. Mm. Just to wake it up and make it feel better. Mm. Medical lessons. Yeah. Dan. So there was one other topic that I wanted to discuss, and it doesn't make much sense, but we are coming towards the end of our episode. So I wanted to just put this concept out there and just see how you react to it. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's a hit, maybe it's a miss. But we've been watching a lot of movies recently and hearing a lot of theories about the multiverse. My question is, where do multigrain crackers fall within the multiverse? They're both made of multiple things. Dan. Yes. Eye rolls don't really communicate. They don't really, if, if people could see. They don't translate. They don't translate to a podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm not rolling my eyes. I'm just like, it doesn't even, what? Dan. Look, Dan. I didn't Dan. have... Dan. I'm admitting that's a thin topic to talk about, but that's all I had. I thought you had some good stuff today. All I had was, what's the deal with hospital food okay. and multigrain crackers in the multiverse? Oh, the multiverse is just every option of universe. So in some universes, the multigrain crap cracker, I almost said crapper, <laughs> A multi-grain cracker might have seven grains. In another universe, it might have eight grains or even right. up to 12 but it grains. it will always have more than one grain. By definition, <laughs> yes, it will. Oh, I just want to thank everyone so much for making it through. This was kind of a rough one. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't take so much time off next time. We got the rusties. We got to shake it off. And you know what? It would help if we had more topics to talk about. I'll work on that for next episode. Multi-topics yeah. of the multiverse. I like it. So where can people find us again? We're you can find us where you listen to podcasts. Mm -hmm. You can find us on Instagram. 